Breakfast official podcast with McGee's. Baking over two million rolls every week. Hello and welcome to another Best of Buy Your Breakfast podcast with the mates at McGee's. Now, on the show this week, we've been asking, what do you do instead of going to the gym? Cassie just eats chocolate. Mm-hmm. Imaginary friends, this is in the back of Miley, my daughter, her pal coming round and holding hands with a, a ghost. Are you sure this wasn't off the back of you with an imaginary friend and well, you might just be a little planked bit it on Miley? Yeah, imagine your guys are my mates. Um, ups and downs of your kids moving out. My son moved out at the weekend. It's not good. Take that drop by for a chat. Well, I actually dropped by them because take that, been resident in the Hydro all week um, and I caught up with all three members of the band so you can hear what they had to say. Um, I kissed Rob Waller live on air and I liked it. Taste you of did. his cherry chapstick was quite fantastic, but the highlight of the week for me was Make Your Dad Mad and one of the angriest dads we've ever had. We do it every single week. And Craig phoned up his dad, Stevie, who's a plumber, who's installed central heating in Craig's house to tell him not only was the heating broken down, he'd got another plumber to check it and he was calling it shoddy workmanship. Hello, Stevie. Hi. Um, the boiler had packed in this morning. I don't know what was up with it, so I phoned uh, the carer, and they've sent somebody out. So the guy's turned up, and he's saying that the the boiler is what's his words? The equivalent of a, a cut and shut boiler system. Says you shouldn't be fitting boiler systems. It's a shambles. Seriously? Aye. It's a cut and shut boiler system. Aye, that's what he said. Says your heating systems are atrocious. Shouldn't be fitting them. Um, the guy's number is the last end of the seat. He's outside the new, but he's coming back in the wee sound. He says he'll do a new system for him, not for five grand. He's going to have to rip everything all back out. Tell him I want his number, his company number, and his gas safe registration number. Tell him I want his house number, and I'll be through there this afternoon. Where is he? Right. Is he there? Go and put the phone on to him. Right, I'll go down the new and I'll get him. Aye, who's this? I'm the idiot that fitted the system. What's this with it? You're the guy that fitted this. You've got uh, one of my engineers. You've got oh, one, one of your engineers. You're passing the buck already. No wonder, man. You got a cheek. Well, have a right go and explain the problems, mate. You know what the problems are. You fitted. You ripped this boy off. It's my son. I f- it for nothing. You're an idiot. Are you, you gas safe I registered? Hey, I've been in the gas industry for near thirty years. I've never heard anyone getting slate folks work. Yeah. Right, there's no I'm need for that language. You, you tell me what's wrong with that installation, mate. I'm not telling you, so you can come and fix it. This whole boiler system needs to come out and needs to be refitted by a professional oh, you're company. A, you know what? You're on something, mate. What planet do you see? It's a cut and shut, and you know it. Listen, and shame mate, on you. Shame on you. I'm putting the boy back on. Company. I'm telling you now, I want your company number, your gas safe registration. I want your details, mate. Cut and shut. TV. I'm going mm. to. Has he got a name in his van? Yeah, I don't know. I'll go, I'll go and have a look. Because I'm going to find that. I'm going to shop how he's off his... He said something was second-hand, I know. The reason will be in the boiler. Right, he's still here. I'll put him back on now. Hello? It's it a replacement boiler, mate. Ah, exactly. Out of an old house, probably, that was lying derelict. I want your details, mate, and I'll face you face-to-face. You slander me, pal, and that's the last thing. Leave me your details. I will find you. I'll Who are you? Liam Neeson. I will find you. Dude, I'm going to f- bury you, you There's no need for that type of language, I, sir. I'm telling you, now you f- off. Before you start slating, folks, get the f- facts right, pal. Shh. You shush. On, mate. Shush. Hey, shush. Shush, son, right? Listen to me. Son, I'll f- Son, you mate, I am going to go to this house again, mate, and I'm going to so far up your Shh. I'm a 47-year-old adult. Don't me. Are you familiar, Stevie, with the works of Make Your Dad Mad on Clyde One? <laughs> because you're the star of the show, mate. 
He's in trouble. <laughs> Listen, he's still on the phone if you want to say him. Craig, you want to say him Revenge is sweet. Absolutely. Now, listen, we'll be doing very shortly with Father's Day coming up. Make your dad mad the revenge where the dads get to get in touch. So you have a wee think about it and we'll put our heads together and we'll get this point. 100%. So what do you do instead of going to the gym? Because I noticed at the weekend when I was humping all those uh, record crates for the car boot sale, I was thinking this is a workout in itself right here. What do you do, Cass? I run after Steggy. Well, that's, that's probably a much more extensive workout. I don't actually run get. after him. Like, if he was Try to run away, him. I wouldn't catch him. You right? just leave him to it. But I run going. after him as in he doesn't do anything in the house. Do you ever shout, Run, Forrest, run? No. You're missing out. Um, Louise is on the phone. What do you do? Uh, we're just literally two minutes from Amazon and Dunfermline. That's where we work. And that itself is a major workout. Is it really? What do you have to do in Amazon? Well, Amazon is uh, basically about the size of 14 football pitches put together, mm-hmm. and we have to walk the whole length and breadth of it every single day. Plus, oh, wow. um, I pull big heavy pallets of, like, obviously, uh, everything that we sell, like beds and furniture and garden stuff. And GBX album. can be quite energetic. Hi, absolutely. That's, see, this is what, we've got it too easy in here. We just sit in our fat backsides and talk <laughs> rubbish. That's not much of a workout, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Well, we don't know how to talk rubbish because you keep our entertained every morning coming to work. So. Oh, yes, that's sweet. Thanks for that. Well, listen, hi I'm to with- everyone at Amazon. Yeah, hi everyone at Amazon and Willie Park, my good friend who takes me to work every day. He's our top man. Listen, thanks so much for calling, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Oh, how nice was Louise? She was great. Um, she's not the only one that's doing a workout of her own without actually going to the gym, and that right, Caroline? What's yours? I sell vending machines. You sell vending machines? No, I fill them. Oh, you fill them? All right, okay. So that's like stretching down and up, and it's like almost doing the kettlebells, isn't it? Well, oh, it's like no. Well, you've got cases of coke and Iron Brew and all that to lift. Oh, so you right. So in the certain sites, I do glass. Well. Parts of Glasgow city centre and there's certain sites in Glasgow they're not allowed to take a trolley in. So we've actually got to physically carry in maybe two or three cases of coke at a time and then you've got your boxes of sweets filled with crisps and everything else. Yes, so I do a workout every day. I don't need to go to the gym. How buff are you? What a great life. Thank you for that, Caroline. I'll let you get back to your weightlifting and I'll talk to you soon, all right? Right, bye. Take that are taking over Glasgow for the entire week and I was lucky enough to catch up with them just before they went on stage at the Hydro. Thanks for joining us, guys. I really appreciate it. Okay. Because I was just saying when I come in, if it was me for a big gig like this, I would be up to Hydro. Does this help you get your but, mind off it? Or? I, I think that's what it is, really. It's nice to be busy because I think if we sat around, we were kind of pacing the room, you know. And we're really proud of the show and excited about performing here up in Glasgow. So um, it's all good. It's a residency. Last time you guys were on, um, we spoke about whether to do a stadium or an arena and you were asking I said oh you've got to do a stadium (laughs) arena you'd have to do like five or six nights and here we are doing five nights I don't think we mind that I mean it's quite nice to be based somewhere and you get a feel for the town and you get a feel for the audiences and and also this is a fun show to do Um, and it's a little bit more even though it's big it's more intimate than any show we've done for the last seven years so it feels right for us to come indoors again. Well, it gives you a chance when you've got a few days, you can unpack your bags. And I, I hung my jackets up and, uh, you know, put my undies and my socks in the drawer. 
T-shirt. I know it was organised. Well, I was here and I thought I'm going to I'm going to settle in. But am I right saying this is the first time you and Howard have played the hydro? But Gary, you played our Clyde One Live yeah. gig here, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. So how? No, it's a great place, isn't it's it? It's beautiful. It's because the SEC is more for conferences, isn't it? But this is it's for like. We've heard the sounds amazing here. Is, is the sound good? Here? Yeah, I think you've needed this here yes. for a long time, and I yeah. think that when I see the people who've played it already, I'm not surprised. It's a, it's it's now on on the map in the UK as one of the best shows to play. Yeah, Prince out there, Madonna's playing here mm-hmm. soon. You guys, obviously, it's, yeah. it, you're right. Glasgow did need somewhere like this because all the bands that come in see Glasgow audience one of the best that's in the right. world. So they can't all be wrong. Yeah, no. that's right. And for us, you know, we, we we're always asked where do we want to start, and it's funny because traditionally we've often started in the northeast because we find the north end of the country the bet the louder the audiences right? are. The and so when we were offered Glasgow to start, it was like no question, let's do it. People coming along to the show this week, yes. what they're going to see, what what kind of treat are they in for? Like I said earlier, I'm really proud of the show we put together. I'm excited for people seeing it. We've been rehearsing for a couple of weeks now, not really with an audience, so it's uh, it's going to be nice to have an audience. But uh, I think the energy is really good. We've tried to fill it with surprises, and there's lots of colour. If you if they haven't seen the take that show before, I think it'll blow their minds. And if they have seen one before, I think they'll go. It's as good as what they've seen before, you know, in the past. It's actually going to be a wake up call having a crowd in for once. Well, all this, all this time we've well. been rehearsing without a crowd, it's going to be amazing. How much rehearsal goes into it? I mean, there have been weeks and weeks of going through the show, going through uh, the... Well, I think you can go right back to the the actual seed of the show, which is when you're actually writing the music for the album. You go back to there where you start having ideas for certain songs and then you develop them over a oh, year. Well, you think about that when you're writing yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, you you're think thinking about, about it all the time. Well, whatever you do, you're thinking about... So it starts from back then and then obviously you need massive advance notice to actually start building the stage so all that's got to be developed so it's um it's a it's a really long process one of the thrills for us touring is to sit down with a pen and paper and write down the songs that not the songs you want to do but also the songs you have to do and it's such a treat now to look through our set list and see it's you know, it's 25 years of hard work, but it's some of the tunes on there. They're just great to play every night. How do you do that, though, Gary? How do you say, all right, I'm going to have to pick that one instead of that one? I mean, that's a hard process that you obviously all three of you have to be agreed on. I think also it causes problems because you've got that many songs that we've done over the last 25 years. And it's kind of like, well, which ones do you throw off? Yeah. With this set list, probably more so than I remember in the past, it has changed a little bit here and there and we've tried things and that's not felt right I think a lot of it's how things feel it was about two weeks ago when we did a run through I think it was the first run through with a band and we all went that feels right now it was the first time we all kind of went okay I think we've got it have a great show tonight thanks nice to catch up with you and best of luck with the tour bless you thank you yesterday was a tough day not only was it raining it was also kiss a mate day and I had two mates in the studio Cassie and Rob Waller and you decided which one I had to kiss. I think we know how this is going to play out. Here's what happened. I think we should ask the audience which mate they would rather I kissed. <laughs> Rob! 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 It's kiss your mate day. I've been dragged in here under false pretenses. To my left I have Rob. <laughs> to my right I have Cassie. Is it wrong that I want to see this? They're Rob. both my mates. Which one would you rather I kissed? Hello Clyde One! Hi, it's Lindsay. I definitely think you should be getting some Rob action. You think yes, I should go Lindsay. for Rob? Oh, I don't like you, Lindsay. I, no, Lindsay, that's I decided like I don't Hello, like Clyde you. Hello, Clyde One. Hello, George. Yes, sir, which one would I go for? Definitely Cassie. She's a lovely woman. Oh, oh, there you go, Sandman, George. Right, right, Sandman. This is the deciding vote right here. Come on, Gary. Gary, Rob, are we going Rob, Rob or Cassie? Rob, Rob, Rob. Rob. 
Yes! No! Yes! Up you go! Oh man, this is not good. How's this supposed right. to be? Is I this... don't know. You go, you go to George. Oh. I'm only going in the cheek. Come on, quick! Go for a cheek! Oh, Come on! Oh! 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 <laughs> I hate those chops! <laughs> Miley has got a little friend who came around to play the other day. And she's got an imaginary friend. So when Miley wasn't there, this little girl was talking to her an imaginary friend. Freaked me out a little bit. That's cute. Did she ask if you could make her dinner as well? Yeah, there was a bit of... <laughs> I was going to set a place at the table for them. I don't know. Did we set one for the imaginary friend as well? They were holding hands. And I said, who are you talking to? And she went, no one. And then turned around to the imaginary friend and went, shh. So when she went home, did Miley tell you all about her? her no, she didn't want to talk about it. But the, the little girl did at one point turn around to me and say, I see dead people. Which I thought was a bit overdramatic. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, but she's not the only one, which is nice. It's part of a, a creative mind, apparently. It means you're a creative genius. And Maureen had a, a similar incident. What happened to you, Maureen? Well, I'll tell you what it was. My friend, um, female, her son, young son was about five years of age. A single parent living on her own. And at night time, the wee boy obviously used to share the bed with her. And one night, she went we get ready for bed and every boy looked up and said, Mum, my friends don't like you. And she says, I don't care if your friends don't like me. <laughs> she said, anyway, get to sleep. You'll see your friends in the morning. He went, no, he said, I can see them right now. They're standing right behind you. So they're top of the wardrobe Ooh. looking at you and they're making faces and they don't like you. Ooh, I don't know <laughs> if I'd be able to sleep. I'd be freaking out. What did <laughs> she, she do? Up, she ended up at my house that night. No wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting up all night having a wee drink and calm her down. She was absolutely terrified. <laughs> that is not a good body and I love that. Is everything okay now? Yeah, everything's wonderful now. He's married with three kids of his own. And I bet she still slags him about it. Yeah, calm as a bitch. <laughs> Speak to you later. So, invisible imaginary friends. Everyone's got them. Isn't that right, Elizabeth? No, I don't have one. My daughter has oh, one. Oh, right, okay. My daughter did have one. She's ah. a lot older now, but when she was a wee girl, she did. She actually had two. Wow, did they, did they ever bicker with each other, the two imaginary friends? Did she ever have to step in and say, right, you two, come on, back in, back in, no, she, no, she didn't, but I had to tell, to tell them to lay off. Is that right? So what did the imaginary friends get up to? The imaginary friends did an awful lot of things. She used to um, not want to get dressed because Davy and Do were hanging about and different things. And um, we got a new sofa and it was one of these nice bright coloured leather things. And... This wee girl found a pen and decided to draw all over it. And when I questioned her, she says, no, it wasn't me. It was Dali and Do, her so imaginary friend. Their names were Dali and Do. Dali and Do, that was their name. I love those names. And it, was it like, what was that movie? I'm trying to think, what was that movie? Um, Drop Dead Fred, where the imaginary <laughs> friend did all the dodgy stuff. <laughs> and the kid, poor kid got the blame. Wow. Yeah, definitely. So your daughter's all grown up now? She's all grown up, 23 years of age now. Yeah, but she still talks about Dali and Do. Well, that's she did okay. say that she could remember them. Yeah. She's not going to be embarrassed at all about us having this chat. She probably will never speak to me again. Probably not. <laughs> Elizabeth, I love that so much. I'll let you know if you've got to see take that later, okay? Cheers, George. Bye. On the Clyde One Facebook page, we've got Ross. He said he had an imaginary puppy called Spot for years, all because he wasn't allowed a real one. Can I ask if you have to clean up with a pooper scooper after an imaginary puppy? Do you have an imaginary pooper scooper? I'll just, I'll just put that in the bag. 
I don't know. <laughs> and Ella Doll said, my brother, and she's tagged him, right? Andy Stewart had an imaginary friend called Mr. Wind. Quite ironic since my brother farts like a trooper. I also sent my brother a 40th birthday card from Mr. Wind himself. Awesome. It was, uh, who did that? Was it me? It was Mr. Wind did it and ran off. My son's moving out the house today. It's one of those moments we're talking about kids moving out. And I'm not the only parent that's feeling a little bit down. Hi, George. My uh, pros of moving out are my mum and dad always say that I always steal all their food and drink all their drink. Okay. But so, surely it's for the family, that food. It's not just for them. Uh, but when I say drink, I mean the occasional beer oh, or... All right, okay. Well, I get that. Wine, so don't steal that from them. Cons, nobody to blame when something goes wrong. They don't want to blame each other. That's so true. God, I'll be divorced within a year. See that spare room you've got? Yeah, man. You probably need to change it into a nursery because you'll be grandparents before you know Don't it. say the G word. <laughs> Is the flat get two rooms? Don't <laughs> say the G word. This conversation ends now. Good day to you, madam. Have a good day. Coming in on the Clyde One Facebook, Paul Smith got in touch. He said, ups are cheaper holidays, cheaper food bills and no cheek from them, tidy bedrooms and there's no downs. Can I just jump in here and tell you there is a down because my son dropped the bombshell last night that he, his girlfriend that he's moving in with and his random pal are all coming on holiday with us Wait, in August to Tenerife. Are you paying for this? Yes. He can't can... expect that well, after moving out. Exactly. You move out, you relinquish all connections. That's it. It's all finished. You, you go on your own holidays now. And Sue's been in touch as well. No ups. We're a close family. We got on really well and it's just an empty nest now. My son is moving out. Wow. Yeah, exactly. That's what he said. Wow, <laughs> yes, yeah, dancer. Uh, so we're asking the question, what are the pros and cons about your kids moving out? Well, mine's went and had a flat since last April, but he's still staying at home. So how does that work out? Does he does he come back to you? No, he doesn't even go to his flat. He's, just, <laughs> he's still trying to move in. But he's, so he says he's, he's moving in with a girlfriend. I don't think she's, she's taking no for an answer, you know, that way. Ah, uh, see, you're lucky. Mine's is still here. I'm trying my best. I'm ready to move out instead. You like you have this place. I'll go get my own. I'll move into your other flat. Yep, that's it. Get peace and quiet. Um, my son, he moved in with his girlfriend a couple of years ago there, and his room we called him Sticky the Dump because the room was just like, oh, no, like if I didn't clean his room, it was it was just left. <laughs> he moved, he moved back in, right? But. I think he, he must have got fed up with me moaning and moaning and moaning at him. So he moved back out, he's got, he's got, enough, and he's got another flat now, which is great. But I've turned his room into my gym now. See, that's the problem. The minute you convert the room, there's and, no chance of them coming back. And he still, see, when he comes in, he goes, it's something about my room. I go, it's not your room. It's, 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 it's that's my gym. It's gymnasium, if yes. you don't mind. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Now, pros and cons are moving out. A few months before her 18th birthday, my daughter moved to Holland with her boyfriend. They moved over there, which meant I had less washing. My food bill was shorter, and it was a great place to go for holidays. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. Mm. That's She's very back handy. now, though. All right, so that's not so good. Without the boyfriend. <laughs> the Bowie at Breakfast official podcast with McGee's. Baking over two million rolls every week. Come on.